live from the 301 Studios. You're listening to the fastest, I think, fastest growing pod in North Texas. <laughs> Is that official? Uh, Yeah. All right, great. Yeah. I am Adam, and this is Caitlin, and you are listening to a pod with no name, question mark. I like that the uh, the name has stuck so far. Yeah, yeah, I guess it has. <laughs> Two um, episodes. On today's show, we talk about the first week of school in Texas. Uh, Caitlin gives us her preview to the NFL football season. But first, I think we need to talk about what happened this past week. Okay, I'm ready. And the first question I have for you is, how are you handling your newfound celebrity status? <laughs> well, you know, without my ego uh, growing too much, um, I have switched to, like, only grocery pickup. And I use, like, other names, that, you know, under the radar. I wasn't sure how you would handle it. I asked ChatGPT how to handle newfound celebrity status. Yeah. And the number one thing it told me was to stay true to yourself. Ah. Oh. So changing my name is not the way to go. Right. And also, you informed me that you went to an organic grocery store this week. <laughs> I did. Not my usual. I feel we're at a conflict there because, you know, I'm at home watering down the ketchup <laughs> and you're being pretentious at some grocery we were, store. We were just getting lunch. Not full grocery shopping. I could never. It's just not me. Not my authentic self. Okay. Well, we're going to work a little bit better on staying true to ourself. And uh, the first thing that, that we need to talk about is just the... The overflowing support that I feel that has uh, has happened over the last week, and uh, when when we when Caitlin guilted me into doing this, um, I really did think eight people would listen to it, and uh, to the point where when I set up the platforming, I I only chose to platform it on two of the podcast platforms because eh, it's a lot of time and you know your mom has access to Spotify <laughs> so we should be good she'll be able to listen True. Uh, but it, it really has taken on a life of its own and uh, so we do want to thank everyone for the the support and 539 users really listen to the podcast last wow. week and that's that's not repeat listeners so that's not you know your grandmother listening to it 17 yeah. times that's individual accounts 539 people and if my mom ever figures out how to play a podcast <laughs> on a record player we're gonna get the 540 yeah for last that's week one uh but that's it's just incredible and and it it um three different countries represent oh so so Tell it's, me. So it's not even just the United States. So okay. While a majority of them are, you know, U USA, we are right. still a United States podcast. America. We had we had two people listen to us in Australia. Really? Two people in Australia. I love Australia. But good day, mate. No. No. <laughs> okay. I think even more impressive is that yeah. 
we are heroes in Canada. Really? We are very popular in Canada. That's awesome. And to the point where I started to look around and uh, I wasn't sure if when we released the podcast that there was some kind of like holiday where nobody was working in Canada. (laughs) Nothing better to do. Arbor Day or (laughs) National Zamboni Day or something like that. I wasn't sure, um, you know, how that could be. But hey, they love us up north. So my question to you is, do you have anything to say to our our fans up in Canada? Up in Canada? Uh, I think it's probably getting kind of colder. So uh, be sure to wear your toque. Very well said. (laughs) Thank you. Very well said. (laughs) Uh, As I mentioned before, just the outpouring of of people that that reached out, flooded uh, inbox, and and we really didn't have an effective way to even get in touch with us. So there was a lot of uh, messages and social media, text messages, phone yeah. calls, and that was just so cool to see. And, it was and neat. Um, you know, I woke up and my nieces and nephews are like sharing it on social yeah. media websites <laughs> and, and saying, "Hey, you need to listen to this. You need to listen to we this." We got some and, millennials. And I and I'm I was so excited about that, but at the same time, I'm like, "What a sad state of my age that I have nieces and nephews that are totally useful to me." <laughs> like. That's sad. <laughs> They're supposed to be little and young because I'm young, you know. Oh. But it, no, they 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 were out, you know, hitting the pavement for us. And and uh, shout out April, Allison, and LT. Really LT. appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Um, I know we'll talk about some of the comments, but I, I do want to I want to mention kind of like the top three things that we that I heard and uh, uh, from from the from the podcast last week and. Um, it's really interesting what people kind of latched on to. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the top, the number, I call it number three thing is <laughs> I want to be on your podcast. When can I be on your podcast? Did you have anybody that, that asked to that, be on? That asked to be on or is that no, just me? No, I didn't. I think that you have the people that are, are asking that. Are they in- influential people? <laughs> What is that thing from last week <laughs> that we can interview? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you know, we'll see. We'll see where this goes. Um, and then the number two thing was, uh, you know, I listened to the whole thing, Adam. I just want you to know that. <laughs> made it to the end. I yeah, made it to the end. <laughs> so all that guilt tripping that I was doing, how we were losing people at, throughout the show, it, it it worked. I think maybe they thought I could tell if they listened yeah. to the whole thing, but they they were like, hey, just want to let you know, listen to all 22 minutes. <laughs> um, but uh, we, we maybe I shouldn't tell them that I don't I can't find that out because we need them for week two. We need them to sure. keep listening, keep listening to that. Uh, but we appreciate you. But. By and large, the number one comment that I got. Was my inability to respectfully acknowledge the unsolved mysteries host name. <laughs> yes, how dare you not know his name? <laughs> so when we dropped the podcast, my cousin texts me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, oh, that's fun. My cousin listened to my podcast. I appreciate that. Shout out, Rich. Yeah. And he told me, Hey, just so you know, man, here's the guy's name. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, that's something. And then, you know, six hours later, I have 12 messages in my inbox. (laughs) 
hey man, Unsolved Mysteries <laughs> is really good. His name was Robert Staff. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> I, so I feel kind of bad. I like disrespected uh, yeah. the Unsolved Mysteries. Like a guy. cherished figure. And I just want to make sure that we understand, you know, kind of where I'm coming from when, when, I, when we talked about it. So Unsolved Mysteries, for those of you who don't know, it was a television show that was that, that launched in the late 80s and uh, they centered around unsolved mysteries and right. uh, that's the name yes and <laughs> uh, and it they didn't just do that though they made sure that they used the creepiest music in the guy with the most monotone scary yeah. deepest voice and um kind of like the which this is another person i'm not gonna be able to think of his name but like uh twilight zone i can't think of his name either yeah <laughs> sorry oh, here comes sorry the, audience here comes but... the hate mail <laughs> but he also was super creepy monotone voice yeah so as a kid yeah. you know that's not that's not something that you're you're you know looking to hear i mean it sounded something like this Chainsaw Charlie has been hanging around the Cleveland, Ohio area and is only looking for children who are sleeping. Authorities need your help to bring him to justice. Yeah, I got chills. <laughs> imagine you are imagine you are a young child and you're hearing that, you know, I'll tell you what I learned from Unsolved Mysteries, geography. <laughs> because when they would tell you that, I would run to a map. How yeah. far away is How this far, place? Where's Cleveland at? How, oh, it looks like it's three and a half hours down the I-90 and run to my sister. I, I think we're good. I think we're okay. We're safe for now. You know? And then I would take it like a, ne- a, a step further and I'd be playing with one of my friends on the block and I would see like a chainsaw in their garage and I'd be like, whose is that? <laughs> What's your dad's name? Yeah. <laughs> you guys ever been to Ohio? <laughs> no. So um, I think we're going to have to agree to disagree on... Uh, on uh, unsolved mysteries here but the fact remains we do appreciate the support and i think um you know on a serious note we've moved around a lot and i think one of the things that we've always been blessed with and things we've always been uh you know attracted to are friends and support groups that want to see you win mm-hmm. and um that was no more evident than last week when just flooding a message you guys are doing great you know we're rooting for you we're listening you know hitting us up with one-liners that came out of the podcast and (laughs) and uh the only thing that really the negative that came from that is like oh my god i think i really have to start trying now like (laughs) have to do episode two (laughs) people have expectations if this fall if if it truly was eight people it's like well We'll skip a couple weeks Fine. and no, yeah, no, yeah. not a big deal. But now I do feel like there's a level of accountability to that. So thank you. Appreciate it. And we'll yes, be right back. You. And we're back. So kids went back to school in Texas this week. Yeah. Uh, we saw the pictures on Facebook. First day of school, brought to you by brought to you by Under Armour. <laughs> yes. uh, and 
I feel like that it's portrayed as this wonderful event for the kid, right? Like, Johnny's going back to school. He's going to have a great year. Like, Johnny's in the sixth grade. Johnny's going to be miserable for most of the year. <laughs> yes. um, it, I do feel like it's kind of like split, right? Up until fourth or fifth grade, um, it's all about your personality, right? You're, you run around, you eat cupcakes every other day at school. There's recess, nap time. Everybody loves everybody. And, uh, you know, the, you, you're kings and queens. And sure. it's so fun. In fact, I remember the last day of school in fourth grade, about ready to go into middle school. Mm -hmm. And we had these makeshift yearbooks. And my fourth grade teacher wrote in my yearbook. Mm -hmm. Adam, always keep your sense of humor. Have a great year. Aww. And at the time, I'm like, oh, my teacher thinks I'm funny. That's pretty awesome. Like, my teacher thinks I'm funny. But now as an adult, I look back on that and I'm like, she saw my glasses. She knew I was going to need a sense of humor. She knew where I was going. Like, they are going to eat you alive, son. But make fun of yourself first before others do. Learn to laugh. Learn to laugh. Yeah. And that, and that's really what happens, right? Like, you go into middle school, and middle school turns into this, this time period where you've identified every single flaw about yourself and every single flaw about uh, your, your, your student, your classmates. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you start to identify them to the to their face and you're not really good at picking on people yet so it's kind of like hey man your ears crooked <laughs> it's like matter of fact you know like I, I i'll never forget the first insult that i ever got in the mm -hmm. uh fifth grade was hey man you're so poor you have a one-story house <laughs> And it's like, what do you what do you say to that? It's right. a it's a What's the comeback? it's a matter of fact, right? <laughs> yeah. And and the reality is, it was, thank God, that he doesn't see inside the house and the fact that we're watering down the ketchup. <laughs> but it really is. It just most the most awkward time, and uh, you know, especially the first part of the school year as, as you sure. enter enter middle school. Do you now you were. You were homeschooled for yeah. part of your life, but you did go to public school. For, I did for a for, short time. For a short period of I time. I don't identify with the whole middle school awkwardness, mm -hmm. but I did go to. Is that a virtual signal? I mean, I'm not saying I'm better, but <laughs> I mean, maybe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't have to deal with that. Okay. Well, do you remember any, you know, kind of awkward first days of school or, or when you did, you know, attend? In, um, yeah. Uh, as a kindergartner, uh, I had a pretty terrible bus driver that would literally never drop me off in front of my house. And uh, she would drop me up the road. And as a kindergartner, that's terrifying. Um, as an adult, that's, that's yeah, sort so of you terrifying. You be dropped in front of your house where you belong um, after being in school all day. And uh, my mom complained and... <laughs> would like drop me off slightly closer but like not really still in front of the house and uh it came to a point i think my mom went to the bus garage and they like all stuck by the bus driver's side and 
Is there a is there a bus drivers union? There probably is. Like a pack that you take. And they all like make an oath to stick by. I don't know. Um but like right after that, she must have actually gotten in trouble by her people. And so she came and found our house suddenly. She knew where it was, dropped me right off in front of the house. And I remember standing by that little white line that you have to wait behind and her just swearing up a storm about my mom and uh opens up the door lets me off and I'm like sigh of relief like I'm home right in front of my house but she whips off her seatbelt comes right down uh out of the bus and her and my mom just start going at it and all the kids on the bus are like putting their little windows down it's like shink and they all start <laughs> staring and uh, waiting to see what was going to happen. And I don't really know what was said or how it was said or what words were used as a kindergartner, but it got intense. And then my mom switched buses and I never rode that bus again. So I have two thoughts there. The first is I was just reading a column in the New York Times yesterday that there's this huge shortage of bus drivers right now and they expect oh, it to get yeah. worse and like some cities you know there are hundreds of bus drivers they short. don't have buses. and i think to myself well if they you know it's a thankless position and then they're going to get a mom arguing because yeah they missed they missed the landing by a few hundred yards um you know maybe Way i would... down the road <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh maybe i would you know do something else as well but my second thought is picturing your mom storming out of the house and you know yeah. what i think of what do you remember the game paperboy yes it, it, oh the lady with the knife yeah and you would and you would throw the the paper at the wrong house and she'd yeah. come you know pumping the fist with the knife and it, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, chasing yeah. the chasing you down the street i i i'm gonna envision that as picture well. that but i'm pretty sure she also had like a baby on the hip so like baby on one side knife in the other yeah going to town on the unexpected bus having... driver <laughs> she was really mean though not that she deserved it but okay. it went both ways well i'm pro bus driver and in, in this story okay. and uh you know had to uh, be there you know my thoughts and thoughts and prayers with with That's the bus true. driver union. i wouldn't want to have that job yeah. all right well good luck to all of you going back to school this week and all you mm -hmm. parents who uh you know has sending kids back to school and and, uh, and the ones that stay home and with the, him and the, the and the ones that stay home and a special shout out to those middle schoolers who yeah. will be told every thing that's wrong with them for the very first time this week awkward <laughs> very <laughs> for real very awkward all right well we'll be back right after this back once again and this is kind of the moment that that i've been waiting for uh, really the moment and the reason that this podcast started was because i intended to do a football podcast with my friends yes you did caitlin asked me to do a foot, uh, podcast with her mm -hmm. and you know we we, we came to a, a conclusion that I still wanted to do a football podcast <laughs> yeah. and that she would be providing the the, the content we for came to it. an agreement so uh, I gave her the the homework to 
give me the top five teams for this upcoming NFL season and at least one reason on why they're in your top five. I've not seen the list. We haven't discussed this at all this week. So I've not. Honestly, I was really proud of you. There was one day I came in here like researching and stuff. Oh, yeah. Listen, I did my homework. And I'm not saying you're going to agree with my list. But I hope that you enjoy my list. Well, the people want to know, does Caitlin know ball? And we'll find out. We'll find out. All right. Let's let's hear it. Okay. I did go on a deep dive of football. Um, There are 32 NFL teams. So I had to narrow it down. So in my brain. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Okay. This is missing something. Okay. All right. Let me see here. Perfect. Just what I needed. All right. There are 32 NFL teams. There is 16 in the NFC and 16 in the AFC. Okay. Already more information than I knew last week. So I had to break it down. How do you break 32 teams down? Four divisions. Four divisions. Yes. But I didn't do that yet. Championships. Okay. So I went... NFC has more championships. Let's go there. Okay. So the NFC, the team with the highest value is the Dallas Cowboys. And you think, oh, I'm in cowboy country, right? That's an easy pick. No, because why? I'm pretty sure that since I've been a very small child, the Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills are like the greatest haters. Like they don't like each other. Okay. So you can't. (sighs) Can't pick the Cowboys. You've been talking to your <laughs> your grandparents too long. This is not true. I mean, it was, it was thirty years ago. Well, I'm holding on to that grudge, and I'm saying no to the Cowboys. All right. Okay. But within that, they are the NFC East, and so I just chose one out of there, um, and I chose the Eagles. Okay. I don't know how you feel about the Eagles. Do you like the Eagles? They're on the list. The Eagles made the Super Bowl last year. Oh. They return a lot of the same people, and okay. uh, they're in the weaker conference, so I don't think you can go wrong with Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, so that's, there you go. Um, if we jump back over to the AFC, I uh, their highest value team is, like, the New England Patriots, okay? Also a no. Like, that's a big no for me because they're, like, super loved, and everybody loves the Patriots, and, like, they have Tom Brady, do they still have Tom Brady? They do not. Oh, still have shoot. <laughs> I'm living in like the 2000s or something. It doesn't matter. Anyways, along in that AFC East, Jets, uh, who else is in there? Dolphins, and then the Buffalo Bills. And I, I have to choose the, the Buffalo Bills. So you're welcome. Approved. Okay. Also expected to be one of the best teams in football. I believe they, did they have really well last I, year. Eh, I believe I believe they have the third highest Super Bowl odds. So oh. a, another good selection. Okay, good. We're off to a great start then. Okay, and then I just eliminated a whole bunch uh, because of like potential controversy of their names and just like ones with kind of dumb names. So I'll just like Texans, Buccaneers, Chiefs, like off the table. With a whole bunch of others. Which led me 
to start Googling name changes because the Washington Redskins are now the Washington Commanders, right? Because they have to appease. It's a good thing. I think not without getting into the politics. It's good. They're like, actually the Commodores. Commodores? Yeah, they went Motown. Stop. Nothing, <laughs> really? No. no, it said Commanders. <laughs> Don't mess me up. I have notes. Okay. So name changes brought me to, I don't know if you know this, maybe you do, the Arizona Cardinals. Do you know their history at all? Like a little bit? Sure. Sure? Okay. For one, they're one of like the original NFL teams. Okay. They, them and the Chicago Bears. Since 1898, that's when they were founded. So they're one of the oldest teams. They actually bought used jerseys from the University of Chicago, and, like, they were the Cardinals. Like, it was, like, a Cardinal color, and so they were like, oh, that's their name now. I'm like, that's it. Then they were, like, the Chicago Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, they've been terrible. And now the Arizona the, Cardinals. The... Well, guess what? They're pick number three, because they got a cool history. Okay. I think you lost the audience here. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Keep going. <laughs> okay. So that was like there's 15 teams left to pick from at this point. So how do I how do I weed through mascots? That's how we weed through. So I started looking at their mascots. And only two, well, I think there's maybe one more, but at the time when I was looking, there's only two that have like live mascots. Like, actual animals that they bring out. So, Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the Denver Broncos. Those are my last two picks. With your face, I'm thinking, not great. No? Anything can happen in the NFL. <laughs> and it's it's August. Um, you like a good underdog? You know, I really like that Bills pick. That seemed like you put a lot of... <laughs> A lot of work in to, to come to that conclusion, and I think that proves that you know ball. Do I know ball? I think you know ball. Yes. I got it. So, who wins the Super Bowl this year? What One of those five teams wins the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm going to go Buffalo. Mainly because you're sitting across the table from me. <laughs> oh, you hear it here first. The Buffalo Bills will win the Super Bowl this year, and uh, and that would be the most... Wonderful day of my life. That will. Would you cry? I'd cry. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you would. I don't think you cried at the birth of our two children. <laughs> but I think that you would cry if the Bills won. I think that's like a whole nother episode is, is uh, you know, how what would a Bills Super Bowl victory look like? I can tell you right now that that there are people who will hear this part of the podcast mm-hmm. and they will start crying because they will envision a what, win? what that would be like. And, uh, but that's a, that's a story for a different day. So there you have it. So let's recap here. We have, we had the Eagles, the Bills, Mm -hmm. the Cardinals, the Ravens, and the Broncos. That's correct. Okay. Well, we'll see how the season unfolds. I'm sure we'll check back in on those picks, uh, from time to time. That's the podcast for today. Um, how do you think we did? It felt good. Yeah. Felt like a good one. It's okay. Yeah. 
I won't tell anybody that you were sick during this entire podcast. <laughs> it's been a rough week. <laughs> My voice is good now, though. So we will be back next week. Uh, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about, which will be interesting, but we'll figure something out. And uh, again, thanks for listening. And uh, this has been another episode of A Pod With No Name. We'll see you again. Bye. Bye.